That means we are back with Geek Corner, part of the Coach Steve show. Logan is here because Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania has now hit theaters. Logan, we're kicking off Phase 5. Logan, how are you? I am ready to head to the Quantum Realm, Steve. Uh, Let's you, do it. You did get your bumper sticker, right? We survived the yes, Quantum Realm. Yes, I did survive the Quantum Realm. I have purchased my bumper sticker. Uh, I can put that on my car. Uh, we both survived. Mm -hmm. We we went out one end, and uh, we came in one end and came out the other, and we have survived the Quantum Realm. So can't say the same about every character no. in the movie, but you and I survived the Quantum Realm. Yeah, we fought Kang and lived to tell about it. We're okay. We're fine. It's all good. Um, yeah, exactly. But yeah, now we're here in Phase 5. Uh, this, this kicked off uh, this year. Uh, with Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Um, this is a spoiler review, of course, because people have now plenty of time to go see it. This was the earliest I ever saw a movie. It was at 4.30 in the afternoon. I got to go see it that early. Oh, that was the wow. earliest. Yes. And it's I was a, a little later than normal. I was I didn't get to the theater till about 6.30. So. Yeah, basketball was over. I had bought the ticket back in January, and I said, I know this day was there's no basketball. Um the God tried to make me not see it. We were supposed to get ice and snow and it all started. And I was like, oh, maybe I can't go see it. But I, I, I braved the weather and went to go see it anyway. Um, and how do you feel about your decision to go see it at 430? I felt good. I felt like I had all this power right afterwards. Like I know what happens. Nobody else really knows <laughs> what happened. That's a good point. And there That's was only 10 point. of us. There was only like 10 of us in this. It's a weird theater. It's called Hollywood Palms. It's has like a waterfall in it. Um, mm. It's like old school. You walked in and it's like Wizard of old school Wizard of Oz stuffs put up. Old school Jurassic Parks Parks is put up. Um, you can dine and eat that's in there. Your, is that your usual theater of choice? I I always went to AMC and then um, Wakanda Forever came out and I was like, you know, I'm going to try this Hollywood Palms out. It's right down the street. It's closer. And uh, I like it. Up, I'm looking it up now. It looks fun. This is a cool vibe for a theater. Yeah, it has the reclining chairs. They're very comfy. Um, has an old school vibe in it. And like the previews show old school movies leading up to it, like clips and stuff. It's, you know, it's not, it's different than AMC. I wonder how far of a drive it is for me to get to get to you. We should go to a movie together. We should. What's I, would, the... I would definitely drive over to go to the Hollywood Palms Theater. Let's see. What is the drive time? Two hours and nine minutes. I've done crazier things, Steve. <laughs> I think we should. I think you and I should go to a movie together. Maybe Guardians. I was getting ready to say that's the next one, right? That's Maybe the next Guardians. One. Just going to throw that out there. Comes out in May. Oh. Say, maybe. Ba baseball. Maybe. I I'll be available. Baseball will probably be over. I'll be... Okay. Well, we'll talk. I'll have your people call my people. I would love to go to a movie at the Hollywood Palms Theater. That just looks like a whole heck of a lot of fun. Yeah, it's just a different vibe. Oh, I saw uh, Black Adam there. That's what it was. I went mm -hmm. and saw it there. That Bad was... movie. Bad movie. Okay. But this is not a DC world. We do not have the time to discuss no. my hatred of James Gunn a little bit. But Oh, oh, oh. Oh, can't be speaking negatively about James Gunn. We're talking about going to see his movie in May. 
Oh, that's true. Never mind. The DC James Gunn. Marvel's fine. The Marvel James yeah. Gunn is perfect. We'll leave the DC conversations for a different pod. I uh, don't have a lot of thoughts on those yet. Um, when I, the DC news came out, I was um, in an airport trying to get home from the island of St. Lucia. Um, and it was a very stressful day for me. So the, the DC announcement was very far down my list of priorities. Um, somewhere behind getting padded down at the airport and making sure that I connected to my flight in Charlotte. So, um, yeah, the whole DC thing kind of kind of skipped past me. But we can't speak too negatively about about our good pal, Mister Gunn, because I'm hoping I don't I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but I'm hoping that James Gunn gives us a good movie because I'm a little concerned about some things. Not to get too far ahead. But uh, I'm very, I'm very hopeful that James Gunn can can revive me because I, I might need to be a little revived. All right, let's go. We got things. We got things. My, I have one. I've already said too much. I've already given away some of my thoughts on this movie. I was hoping to not give you anything before we started this. Well, but now here we are. I've already spoke to. I've already said too much. I have one important question. How do you feel knowing that Kevin Feige listened to you on the show because he came out and said, we have too much coming out and we have to cut some of it back? Yeah, I think Feige was definitely listening to me. Uh, Feige and the Disney executives, because I do believe I also said on this show, I think it was on the show. I know I've said it in my personal life, um, but I also said that Disney didn't have anything big film release on their quarter four schedule because mm -hmm. um, they have no Avatar movie, no Star Wars movie, and there was no Marvel movie. So not only has Kevin Feige listened to the people, a.k.a. Logan Lee, mm -hmm. um, about maybe slimming down the amount of content we're getting, but they also seem to listen to me because they moved the Marvels back into quarter four. So, uh, Kevin, welcome to the pod. Glad to have you. Um, hope you're a longtime listener. Feel free to chime in at any point if you have any thoughts. Uh, shoot me a DM. I, I would love to give you more of my thoughts. And I have other people that would also uh, love to give you some thoughts. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the, listen, we've we talked about this a lot on this show. Um, it was content overload. The, the emergence of Disney Plus during the pandemic led to Disney, Disney needing content for their streaming service yep. and their only real way to do that and to bring in people in mass was more was a lot of star wars and marvel content mm -hmm. this is these are the properties that they had paid millions and billions of dollars for um don't get me wrong i love disney animated films but the olaf um, spinoff mini shows were not bringing in people by the millions to your streaming service. Mm -hmm. um, it was Marvel that was going to do that. And by doing that and Disney needing to put new content on there every three months, it bogged everything down. And yep. phase four has been ridiculed every side of Mississippi. Uh, and I don't want to sit here and ridicule it anymore. And it wasn't so much that phase four was bad. But Phase 4 just had so much stuff that the bad outweighed the good. Yep. And I'm hoping that they have heard, they have seen, and they will be adjusting Phase 5 and Phase 6 so that we don't do that again. Yep. There were some good things about Phase 4. We've already talked about it before. Spider-Man No Way Home wasn't 
excellent film. I love Shang-Chi. I love WandaVision. I really enjoyed Black Panther. Um, there was some Loki I really enjoyed. But as I said, the bad really outweighed the good. Um, and here we are in Phase 5, officially starting Phase 5 with Ant-Man Ant Quantumania. I don't know if we started out on a great foot or not. Um, but we'll see if they if they really do back down the quantity in favor of quality, which I hope that they do. Yeah. Because <coughs> the, report, the report came out and said that this year, right after they released that <coughs> the Marvels would be out, it's Guardians, Loki, uh, Secret Invasion, not in this order, those, and then Marvels. Like, there's nothing right. else no, that's supposed they, to be. Well... Yeah, it was supposed to be like three or four TV shows and three movies. And there's we don't have a single release date for any of the TV shows. No. We were told Secret Invasion, I think, was supposed to be next. Is that right? Yes. Um, yes. We still don't know when that's supposed to be coming out. Um, so I, I don't know. We will just have to see what happens here because it, it could be a mess. It could. But we've, we've made it to Phase 5. Ant-Man, Quantumadia is out. Uh now we'll get into some spoilers. I have a feeling where Logan's headed. It's making me rethink my spoiler review because because I think we all love Paul Rudd, and I think I allowed that to come into play. Of like, I love Paul Rudd. Steve, you are you are welcome to have your own opinion, and I am welcome to have my own opinion. I am not here to tell you that any opinion is right or any opinion is wrong. But there's a stark difference between the 54% on Rotten Tomato critics or whatever it is now and the 84% for the audience. Um, everybody's going to fall somewhere in between. Some are going to be even higher than that. Some are going to be even lower than that. Everybody is entitled to their own opinion. So do not rethink your opinion. I am here to listen to your opinion and to uh, bounce our thoughts off each other. This is a thought exercise. We are here to head back to the quantum realm mm -hmm. and to really decide was it mania was what? it mania that's my question can i compare it to dr strange and the multiverse oh of madness <sighs> go ahead go ahead you can answer this two different ways was it mania in the sci-fi part of it being strange, absolutely. Was it mania? Just like was Doctor Strange madness? That's a great point, Steve. I point to you. I'm sorry that I, I'm sorry that I reacted negatively. Yes, that is a great point. Quantum mania and multiverse of madness. Was it mania? Was it madness? No. No. None of it was. No. None of it was. But go on. I want to hear your thoughts before I get into mine. Well, like I said, let me start off by saying if I reference Doctor Strange, it's because I honestly do think there are some similarities. We Now, I don't know about you, I didn't go into this movie with this big, elaborate thing. Like, Doctor Strange, I was on the edge of my seat the whole time because of like, when is this? What is this? What is this? This movie was an Ant-Man movie, so I went into it saying this is an Ant-Man movie. But when we just went through the quantum realm with time travel and Endgame, you're expecting, oh, there's Kang. You're, they're going to be moving around. This is going to be happening. And it wasn't. Same thing with Multiverse of Madness. We were expecting much more multiverse stuff. Yes, they traveled a little bit, but it wasn't anything huge. 
so no, it wasn't. Sci-fi sci-fi look of it, the strangeness of it, yes. Like I thought it looked good. I thought all of that was fine. But the actual quantum mania, like was it crazy? No. Not at all. None, none of it was overwhelmingly crazy. Um, it starts off weird. It starts off a little bit slow, and then it just go, go, go the whole time. And it's just like, let's just dive into this and go. And Marvel, that's been a thing of phase four is we don't need four-hour movies, but it just seems like things are crammed in there, and they're just going through it as fast as they can. Yes, sir. I have a question. I don't have an answer, probably. But... Just came up with this on the fly. <laughs> But hear me out. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. M-O-M. That was a movie about a mother. I'm sorry, Steve. I know you are the biggest Benedict Cumberbatch and Stephen Strange fan there is. But that was a movie about Wanda Maximoff being a mother. Multiverse of Madness. M-O-M. That was the marketing team finding a way to get mom in the title ant-man and the wasp quantum mania was a way to get ant-man and quantum mania because there is an ant and there's a man and they even showed you in the end they they did the thing i don't know i'm just pulling this out of my ass on the fly i'm saying that uh maybe there was something to that i don't know that's well, all i got i mean that's true that that is a that is a fair Maybe point. Maybe they're to just make. trying to be clever with how they name their movies, because you're right. I don't think that movie had madness, and I really don't think this movie had mania. No, so, no. Whatever. It it felt like a Star Wars movie. Yes, yes. I've I've heard that uh, comparison quite a bit, and I agree. Um, the the characters, the side characters, were very Star Wars ish, Star Wars esque. Um, we're talking spaceships um yeah uh, it very much felt like a star wars movie i i agree with that like the scene where they go talk to bill murray that's like star wars and a new hope when they're yep. walking in exactly the the strange characters that they don't understand um the the fight scenes with these laser guns it felt like a star wars-esque type of vibe um now did i hate this movie no but they need to work. I, their titles are drawing people in, and their titles aren't living up to what it, it is. Like Captain America: Civil War, that lived up to it because they literally had a civil war between them. Yeah. Um, you know, it, they could have just—I don't even know—called Ant Man three. I really don't care. You could have just said Ant Man three, and we would have been fine, or, or or something. But when you title these movies this way, they don't live up to their titles. Um, Spider Man: No Way Home perfect because at the end there was literally no way for him to go back to what was what so those titles work perfectly Guardians of Galaxy 3 just calling it 3 volume 3 perfect it's going to live up to its its thing they they need to stop titling these movies and then be us all being disappointed because there was plot holes in this movie for sure um, I even thought about this I love Paul Rudd I think we all do nobody's going to sit there and say Paul Rudd this was Ant-Man the right character for Kang to go against? Because you have the serious guy in Kang, and then you have Scott Lang. No. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is no. No. I don't think so. 
that was my first one of my thoughts when they got together on screen. There was that serious moment. I'm like, okay, but then as it went on, I'm like, this this doesn't feel right. I love Scott Lang. I think he's a good character. Paul Rudd fits it perfectly. Blah 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 blah. But that was not the right character. I understand why because he was in the quantum realm. You know that all that you know coincides with each other. But I don't think he was the right character to go against Kang right when we first. Like, I'd almost be okay if Kang showed up in Loki Season 2, which he's going to. Spoilers. But, like, you know, if that was the first time we saw him, I would have been fine with that if he came out in the TV show, in my opinion. Well, I mean, it was. He came out, he was in Loki Season 1, and that was the first time we saw him. Well, Kang the Conqueror, like this new one, like the main villain. No, I, I mean, I had a lot of issues with this movie. Uh, that was certainly one of them. I'll just lay it out now. I did not care for this movie. I have this movie very low on my rankings right now. Uh, now, that could change after a rewatch, or it might change after I see more of the movies in this phase and I see how it works with other things. So those things are always fluid. Uh, but my general reaction walking out of this movie was, was that I did not care for it. Um, I I really enjoyed the two other Ant-Man movies. The first uh-huh. Ant-Man movie is really one of my favorites. And it's not... It, it's it's because it's different. Yes. It knows what it is. Right. It is a self-contained, small-stakes story mm-hmm. The that uses practical effects, that has its big fight scene at the end, takes place in a child's bedroom. It has comic relief. It has... A fantastic performance from Michael Pena, who is in both of the first two Ant-Man movies, doesn't even show up in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I just this movie did not work for me. Uh, the I to, to go off what your point was. No, I don't know that Ant-Man was the right character or the right movie to introduce Kang. I thought Jonathan Majors was fantastic. Oh, yes, best part of the movie by a mile. Yes. And I cannot wait to see him do more in this universe. Yes. But I just have a problem with this being how we introduced him. Uh, I texted one of my friends who I who I talk to this about this stuff a lot. He reads the comics. He's one of my only friends that really is familiar with the comics. I was like, is this the best way to introduce Ant-Man? He's like, no. Like, I, Or to introduce Kang. No. I mean, I get it. The quantum realm thing, you want to, you, you still want to do another Ant-Man movie. Okay, whatever. Uh, I just, it just did not work for me. Um, when these trailers came out, my initial reaction to the trailers was, this just looks like it's going to be a giant CGI mess. Mm-hmm. And I was hoping that I was wrong. I was hoping that not all of the movie would take place in this giant CGI mess. And I was wrong. Other than the beginning 10 minutes and the closing 10 minutes, the entire runtime of this runtime of this movie takes place on a, in a giant CGI mess. Uh-huh. And it, it screams movie that was shot during a pandemic. It was shot entirely on a blue, on a soundstage with a blue screen behind them with a small cast I, I don't know. I just, I didn't care for it. I love Jonathan Majors in this role. And I think he is going to be fantastic as Kang. 
as many times as he's going to show up between now and, and Secret Wars, I'm here for it. I love Paul Rudd. I thought he was he was fine in this movie. Um, we have because of her, maybe or may not because of her stance on some things. Evangeline Lilly has been I thought of that casted aside. Yep. Um, even though her character was in the title of this movie, she was. You forgot she was there. She was just not there. Yeah, she was. She was not there. I, the focus was more on on Scott Lang and Cassie Lang and the, the father daughter relationship, which I understand that um, that I mean, that along with the King stuff was really the focal point of the story. But Michelle Pfeiffer got a lot more attention in this movie. Uh, Michael Douglas and, and Evangeline Lilly were really um, kind of cast off here. They were really, you know, towards the back of this. Um my other thing here, before we kind of get into all of it or whatever else you want to talk about, my other big nitpick is Modoc. <laughs> Listen, I'm not a huge comic book guy. I don't know a lot about Modoc. I'm not here to critique Modoc. I'm not here to critique the decision to bring back Darren Cross as Modoc. Mm-hmm. Like that's there. That's a choice they made, and it it's fine. However. If you need to show a flashback montage to reintroduce a character to your audience from a movie that was six years ago, Uh when was the first Ant-Man? A long time ago. The first Ant-Man was, I'm looking at it right now, 2015. So eight years ago, still, regardless. If you need a flashback montage to reintroduce a main character from a movie... You didn't do something right. Mm-hmm. And I thought as soon as that happened, I'm like, oh, my God, this is like cringeworthy. I, I just didn't. None of it. None of the movie jive for me. Um, and I know that that's you did not ask for my whole opinion on the movie. And I just gave it to you anyway. You were just simply asking about Paul Rudd and about Ant-Man and Jonathan Majors and all that stuff. But uh, that's it. That Those are my thoughts in pod. Um, is it worse than Thor Dark World? No, it's not worse than Thor Dark World. No. Okay, because I was torn. I you look no. at movies differently than I do when I leave. No, I I don't think it's I don't think it's that bad, but um it's it I didn't think it was great. I I mean I thought it looked fine. Like I looked at like it's a CGI mess, but I was like, it looks fine. You know, I, it I, wasn't I agree. I don't think it necessarily looked that bad. I just didn't I didn't want it to be just all on a soundstage like right give me some give me something else here go somewhere else like it it all took place in the quantum realm which i don't know it just didn't it didn't work for me i think we're um, slowly getting out of the pandemic filming but like if you think right. about it probably over half the movie was filmed in 2020 2021 right That's well and point. wakanda forever was the same thing right i mean i rewatched that movie uh, a week or so ago um, when it was when now it's on Disney Plus and yeah uh, I mean a lot of that movie was very obviously shot on a soundstage too so like it's not this just this it's not just a this movie thing uh, I'm sure a lot I mean a lot of these movies are shot on entirely on sound stages I'm not that's not the point the point is Ant Man has been different the first two Ant Man movies were different mm-hmm. they felt different they were heist movies heist comedy movies this just felt like a total heel turn. For mm-hmm. for that for that franchise, and it just it did not work for me personally. For other people, it worked fine, and I'm happy for them. Happy for, if you feel that way, I'm happy for you. It just for me personally, it did not work. 
it felt very clunky. It felt very yeah. like. I agree. Did they force Kang because they wanted it so bad? Um, yeah. Part of the storyline of introducing Kang was very quick. It was just kind of like, oh, he crashed here. And like this very weird thing. And then, hey, go steal this orb thing. Like that whole part was just very weird. And then for Kang to be this promising guy at the beginning where he promises like, hey, I'll take you home. I won't destroy your world. Then for Scott Lang, just for some weird reason, he was like, oh, you're not getting your daughter back. And it's done. It was very clunky. It was very weird. Um, we needed to introduce Kang the Conqueror into the MCU, and it cost us an Ant Man movie to do. Yes, it. that's yes. essentially what happened. This is that's how they that's how we did it. That's what it cost to get him in this in the movie. Is we had to give up an Ant Man movie in order to get this. Right. Which whatever. Um, I just don't think it was a great way to start phase five. No, no. You know, not necessarily meaning they had to have another No Way Home type of thing to set this up. But like, again, hyped up with the name, hyped up with they, they come out yeah. right away saying Kang's going to be here. Yeah. I mean, I I don't think I had super high expectations about like ramifications for the MCU after this. Like it, going into this, I, I really think that my my expectations for this thing for these things after Doctor Strange have really been lowered. Uh -huh. I am not I am not expecting for every Marvel movie to really impact the future of this uh -huh. universe. But admittedly there was something about this movie that like I was expecting it to. I mean, Kang is supposed to be the big bad. He's supposed to be the guy, you know? I'm not going to sit here and say that I was really expecting them to show up. But at some point, we got to see the Fantastic Four, and I felt like there could be a connection here. Like, are we going? There was no surprises in this movie. No, maybe no. that was just because I follow this stuff on a regular basis. So, like, the only real surprise was that Darren Cross was Modok. But like, I I knew that as somebody right. that follows this stuff, like, I was not surprised by that. Right. Most Marvel movies at least have something. That I don't see coming. I did not see. I did not know Michael B. Jordan was going to be in <clears throat> Wakanda Forever. Right. I did not know. Let me back up here. Um, I don't remember if about the doctor. The I mean the all the Illuminati stuff. We didn't know any of that other than um, Charles Xavier was going to be. We didn't. We had rumors about the Spider Man thing, but we didn't know that was happening. Right. We didn't know about. Um, Oh, the the end of the post credit of, of Thor. We didn't know that Brett Goldstein was going to be in there. We didn't right. know that um, Harry Styles was going to show up at the at the end of Eternals. Like even if it's just the post credit, like they've always done something that surprises me. Right. And there was nothing about this movie that surprised me. I right. guess the the only real surprise was supposed to be Darren Cross's Modoc. Was like even Bill Murray was in the he was in the marketing. Like mm -hmm. He was very clearly marketed in this movie. Yep. So that was the other thing, too. And maybe that's just on me for like, oh, you have to always expect a big surprise. Like, why do you have to always like that's Because that's what they've given us. Right. Every single movie, something has happened where I've been surprised. And I've been, oh, that's cool. Like, this movie had none of that. Nothing that was like that. So that was just kind of another thing. I, don't, I wasn't fully expecting, like, fantastic four to show up or anything but like there was literally nothing about this movie i'm like oh wow that's cool i didn't see that coming mm -hmm. none of it 
So I am kind I of surprised. Know. The only thing that I was surprised, not surprised about is how they beat Kang because I actually dur- during the movie I wondered that, you know, at one point I, I didn't want it. Well, that was my whole point of like okay, Kang is supposed to be stronger, bigger than Thanos. So like now you're sending Scott Lang to try to defeat him. So during the movie, I actually thought this. I was like, how is this going to end? Like, how is this going to work? Do they just escape and leave him there? I was like, cool. That's probably going to happen. Does Scott Lang die and opens up the door for his daughter to be Ant-Man? Like there was that point, but I was like, no, I don't think that's going to happen. And then how it unfolded, I said, oh, really? That's what you're choosing for the yeah. biggest, baddest character that's supposed to be here yeah. gets absorbed into the ball and quote-unquote dies. You know? I, I hated everything about the ending of this movie. Um, for Yes, to go off your point, um, all, before we even got to that point, Kang was defeated. Granted, let me back <laughs> up. I understand that this is an Ant-Man movie and that ants are supposed to be involved. So, like, I get that. But Kang... Kang the Conqueror has been teased to be our big bad for the next however many movies. Mm-hmm. In fact, there's an Avengers Kang Dynasty movie coming up a couple years from now. He is supposed to be the guy. Uh-huh. And we took him down by a herd of giant ants and a fist fight. Yep. With Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. With Scott Lang. Like... <laughs> and then yes, to go off of your point, we just put him in this ball, and and then uh, yes, I thought there would be some sort of emotional ending with Scott or or Hope not making it out. Mm-hmm. Then I thought, okay, they're both going to stay in there. That's going to be an, an emotional send off, and Cass yes can move Cassie forward as the new Ant Man. No, none of that happened. All of a sudden, the 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 portal just opens back up again. And all of a sudden they're back in San Francisco. And the only thing we deal with at the end is that Scott has this crisis going on in his head that he's wondering, did he, did he do the right thing? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't, it just did not work for me at all. I, I, I'm sorry. Like, I know I'm, I know I'm really super negative and I know people are going to listen to this and watch this. They're like, Oh my God. Like, why do you hate this movie so much? It's not like, I don't. I didn't hate the movie. Hate is a very strong word. I don't hate a lot of movies. Um, I just, it just didn't work. It just right. did not work for me. From right. beginning to end, there were very few parts about this movie that I really, really enjoyed. And the ending was just, I just did not like it. I'm sorry. I, anybody out there that's offended by this, I'm sorry. But like, I just can't. I cannot. Well, <laughs> That's why when the end credit, I was wondering what an end credit scene would be. And a part of me was like, okay, Kang's not dead. It's going to show something because he's the big, he's the villain and he's already dead. And we're in phase five. Now they kind of shown how they could fix this because of the end credit scene. But I thought of that too. Like, and that's why I even wondered that before going into the movie, like you're introducing Kang, he's the bad guy, but you're showing him right now and we're supposed to see him at the end of Avengers, this is super early to bring him in, in my mind, even though they kind of showed in the end credits, you know, like what, how this could unfold. 
Maybe there's another Kang the Conqueror out there that's different, and that's what's going to look like. I don't know. I did not like that part. I, I did kind of think in my mind as I'm watching it, they get trapped in there. Maybe this is why you brought this up before. Like, is Wong going to like start showing up and they start building this team? And I thought that'd be perfect. Wong comes in and they try to like have this plan to save Ant-Man, blah, 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 blah. Nope. I was drastically disappointed in like how this could work. Could they bring in the Fantastic Four because it's a quantum realm? They need a scientist. They need this. Is this a way to bring in, you know, and <clears throat> and they brought in nothing besides you thinking because Scott Lang had that moment where he's like, wait a minute, something's going to happen to the world and, you know, we're, we're in trouble. Yeah. And then the end credit scene, you see every single Kang brought in to the world and they make that comment. The Avengers are now messing with the multiverse, which we still don't understand the multiverse at all or this timeline. It's also sort of confusing of Kang going, well, I know what happens because we blah, 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 blah. And then they show it. And I'm like, are they ever going to address how he who remains is killed and now the timeline is like broken? Is that ever going to get brought up again? Maybe in Loki, I guess. But like, besides I, that, I don't know. I I don't know what they're doing. And and to be quite honest with you, I'm not sure they know what they're doing. I don't think it's been super consistent. And I think they're figuring a lot of this out as they go. Uh, can I, I? I'm sorry that I keep bringing up the fact that we just went through a global pandemic, but we just went through a global pandemic. And it really impacted the film industry, and it strongly impacted the MCU. Let's just get that out of the way now. If you are unaware of that, that's what happened. Mm -hmm. But we cannot keep using this as a as a crutch, as an excuse. Right. We are now a full phase past Endgame. And nearly that entire phase, actually the entire phase, all of Phase 4 took place past 2020. Uh -huh. So... Like we we just cannot keep using that as an excuse. Now that we're to this, now we're this far ahead. Mm -hmm. I don't know what they're doing. Um, there's so much inconsistency. There's there's never been a clear answer. We keep teasing multiverse. Mm -hmm. We've started teasing multiverse as far back as Far From Home, which came out in July of 2019. We have referenced multiverse in Far From Home, Shang Chi, Eternals, probably. No Way Home, Multiverse of Madness, and now Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Plus, Loki. Uh, I don't know if we referenced it in WandaVision, but there had to be, there's some sort of, there's still, I cannot, I just, there has to be some sort of tie to the multiverse with, with what's his nuts. Um, so that's at least seven. Um, like, but we still don't understand it. We hmm. still don't know what it is. We still no. don't know how it's going to work. We we know we can time travel. We know we can go into this quantum realm thing. But the, that quantum realm that we saw is far different than the quantum realm we've seen in the past. So apparently there's new layers to this quantum realm. We're just we're making things up as we go. I I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. I'm just. And it might make sense later on. I thought of that. I was like, well, this movie make way more sense later on, but that even makes me mad because at that point, it's going to be 2025. And it's like, remember the Ant-Man and Quantumania and blah, 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 blah. And But then the end credit scene, does Loki season two tie into this really, really well? Who knows? But I am getting a little tired of like, well, watch this movie. Five minutes of it will make a big impact for a movie, you know, six movies from now. Yeah. And... 
that's getting frustrating with this model that they're using to go through this. And Kevin Feige was like, oh, yeah, we had a meeting to talk about how multiverse works. We already know what it's doing. And I'm like, okay, but then it shouldn't, in my opinion, it shouldn't take all these phases to figure this out. No, it shouldn't. Uh, From what I understand, again, I'm not a comic book reader, but from what I understand, what I understand from the movies I've seen and the things I've read and the things I've talked about with other people is that we are going towards one event which is Secret Wars. Yep. And that involves a few different things. And I do believe that there is at least a path to those things. It involves the multiverse, and it involves Doctor Doom, and some sort of war over Vibranium. I think that is some sort of connection of where we're going. Uh-huh. Because if you look at what's ahead from a movie standpoint, <clears throat> I don't know how Guardians fits into this. Guardians is going to be its own thing. It's going to be a send off to those characters. Some of them may die. Some of them just may retire. We just may never see some of the game. Some of them might come back. I think Guardians will be its own thing. Right. I don't know exactly how the Marvels is tying into this, but I, I'm sure it, it is tying into something. But Captain America New World Order, I think, is tying into some sort of... um, That and Thunderbolts, I think, are both going to tie into some sort of governmental war vibranium thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's where Doctor Doom gets involved. I don't know about Blade. Who the hell knows if that movie's even going to come out. And then we get to Fantastic Four and and the Avengers movies. And those are very clearly going to be leading up to Secret Wars. So I do think there is a path. And I do think... I do think the path to where we're going is somewhat clear, but I, as you've talked about, I still don't understand how it works. Um, and I may never not. I, I, I don't think that we're really supposed to totally understand the quantum realm and <clears throat> um, incursions and multiverse. Uh, it's all made up bo- nonsense anyway. Like mm-hmm. we're sitting here like complaining about not understanding some fictional science, but like, I don't know. I just we keep teasing these things, and we're we kind of get into them, but then we kind of not. And sometimes it's made up, sometimes it's not. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> it's just kind of a mess. Yeah. I think because then right after the movie comes out, you start seeing all over the place rumors of what's about to happen and 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 changes like the Spider Man. They're writing the fourth movie right now. And that's supposed to tie in. Um, Jonathan Major is supposed to have a major role in Loki season two, or is reported today. Like he's going to have, it's at a bigger presence than Quantumania. Like he will be a major point. Um, uh, what else was reported? I saw a report where Doctor Strange is not even going to be in Kang Dynasty, the Avengers one, because he's going to be out dealing with incursions. And then that's how he makes his way back to secret wars and that's how they're going to deal with this and blah 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 and i'm like what in the hell are they doing over there (laughs) and they're fast tracking dr strange 3 which me personally i love but like you pointed out the last time like how would that fit into this time of these movies and i don't think it does i don't know i I don't know where it fits in um unless they're just going to keep pushing things back i i don't i don't understand um 
at some point they'll announce these things and it'll make more sense maybe. But uh, yeah, I think they're just, I don't know how much they care about the consistency anymore. I think they're just cranking out content Well, uh, for the studio and for the streaming service. And looking at this right now, what about Echo? That's a TV show that was is filmed. It's supposed to, but it's I don't know if it, I don't know when we're going to see that. Um, Secret Invasion and Loki are the only things that are at this point even listed to come out this year. Um, what if they they count What if? But like I don't count What if as a part of this. Like it's adjacent. No. Yeah. Like it's similar, but like I don't count What if as a part of this universe. Um, Ironheart. Again, I think was supposed to come out in 2023, but I don't think that's going to happen. Or Echo, or Agatha, uh, or and Daredevil's going to be next year for sure. I, I don't know. I, I think that they are really having a um, identity crisis. I think that they have seen and heard people's thoughts and complaints about how Phase Four went, mm-hmm. and I think they are they are adjusting on the fly. We talked mm-hmm. about it at the top of the show. They've already moved one movie back. Uh, I would not be shocked if we don't get more than two MCU proper TV shows. I think you'll get Secret Invasion, Loki, and What If. And I, as I said, I don't really count What If to be MCU proper. Um, I, I think that's intentional. Uh-huh. I think they're really trying to do that because I think they know that it's hard. It is so hard for people to catch up with this stuff. And and when you when you put out movies like what we just got, where yes, it's going to make a lot of money. All of these movies make a lot of money. It made 120 million dollars on the opening weekend alone. Um, but those critics' ratings will not help this movie. Word of mouth is not going to do this movie any favors. No. And if they continue to do this, it's just they're just going down a bad path, man. And I really hope that Guardians is significantly better than this because if it's not i have i don't have a lot of faith in the marvels i just don't no. So I, it could be a really rough year for disney because they don't have anything else they have the they have the indiana jones movie which i don't have high hopes for that i, love I don't it, have high but... hopes i know it'll make money because it's indiana jones but they don't have a, they don't have an avatar movie coming out they don't have no. a star wars movie coming out star wars is in a bigger mess than, than marvel is so the, Mar- I don't even know how we got onto this topic. Well, we were talking about one movie in specific, uh, but um, well, it's frustrating because yeah. like we're so used to seeing movies push forward, and I'm okay with a standalone like this. That's what Guardians might be. Guardians might be that standalone like this is wrapping up their storyline, yeah. and, and it has nothing to do with multiverse. Probably has nothing to do with that. Was I mean that's how Thor was. Thor right. wasn't really connected, and that's okay. Like they don't all need to be like that. But when you finally get one that is, and this is what you give us, right? Like right. that's the problem. That's right. the problem I have. And I think it just this makes is us supposed to be the kickoff to Phase Five, the big introduction of Kang the Conqueror, your big bad. It was underwhelming. I just it was an underwhelming dud. Uh huh. Like I, and I, I don't mean that it was underwhelming because I went into it with such high expectations. Because I just talked about that. I didn't. It just. Nothing about this movie well, worked. Like, if you think about to Infinity War when we first see Thanos, like we've seen Thanos a couple times just for a quick whatever. They were just little teases. Right, but when you saw him in Infinity War, that was an introduction. Like, that was a big time. Infinity War 
Infinity War was a Thanos movie. Yes. Just like Kang Dynasty is going to be a Kang movie. Yes. I mean, there are going to be Avengers in that movie, but did you see the number of different Kangs that were in that <laughs> in that stinger? Yes. Like, that is going to be a Jonathan Majors movie with special appearances by a handful of superheroes. But that is going to be a him movie. Like, mm-hmm. it should just be... I mean, it, he should be at the top of the credits on that. Like, that's going to be all him. Mm-hmm. And then he probably won't even be in Secret Wars. Well, he might be, but... Um, because that was the next yeah. thing I, I jumped in to look and see where else is he going to come in. Well, obviously, we'll see him in Loki. But then after that, what other movie do you see him in? I, we, we don't know. And and then... Uh, Kang? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, he could pop up in something else from time to time, but I, I wouldn't expect it. Uh, it might be like a stinger or something, but I don't... Yeah, I don't really know. He doesn't really fit into any of these other movies. No. Just based on what the what we know about them um because as, as I, i've already mentioned dr doom i think at some point he has to be introduced because he's a heavy part of secret wars and if the fantastic four are coming like he's got to also be in this somehow mm-hmm. so i don't i don't know if they can i don't know I, I don't know other than loki and if they do like a loki season three or something between now and king dynasty i don't i don't really know where he shows up again I also have a feeling they're going to start. I don't know if they will go this far and cancel stuff, but they could. He could. They could easily say we're not doing this. I don't think they're going to cancel any of these movies because I'm looking at the Wikipedia right now, and they they don't have that many movies on the docket. I mean, we talked about the three this year. Next year, it's Captain America, which they've already started production on. Thunderbolts, which is definitely going to happen. Blade is the one that I'm not sure about. Right. That, I don't. Uh, I don't. Somebody else. My my friend Ben, who I mentioned earlier, who I was texting about this, mentioned it, brought up a good point to me, which I don't see happening because of the actor they have tied to it, and because of its history in movies. But it would make a lot of sense to make Blade a Halloween special. <laughs> at this point, it has gone through so much nonsense. To, to even think that that movie is going to come out in September of 2024 to me seems baffling. Uh, but then they also have Deadpool. So right now they have four movies slated to come out in 2024. I do not anticipate that all four of those movies come out in 2024. I have a feeling um, these Avengers movies are going to be pushed like 2027 or, or late. It wouldn't shock me. I mean, right now, King Dynasty is May of 25 and Secret Wars is May of 26. There will definitely be a movie that comes out between those two. I have a hard time believing that it's supposed to, that it's going to be Shang-Chi. That doesn't make much sense to me. It could be a Doctor Strange, um, but well, that that's yeah. what's that's what's rumored. Or Armor Armor Wars is the other one too. That's supposed to be. It's rumored. We know is happening. That's what's rumored is, is happening. Rumored is Doctor Strange three would fit right in between there. Then the rumor coming that out could to, be because then the rumor coming out today that Doctor Strange is not in Kang Dynasty. Then yeah, that, that movie, would make sense. That movie would kind of show where he is. It's and, like the Ant Man. Ant-Man wasn't yeah. in Infinity War, but he got his he was in his own movie which showed what he was doing and then he was a big part of Endgame. Right. So yeah, that could and um yeah, that it could very much be like that. I could totally see that happening for sure. The only the only thing I can see Guardians being tied to is maybe Eternals only because they were in outer space. Yeah. That'd yeah, be the only I, thing. I was just thinking I, that earlier. 
I think the Eternals conundrum is something they're really pondering. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if um, what they're going to do there. I think that there's. I think they would like to do another Eternals movie, um, but I don't. Just based on <laughs> the returns from that, both box office and critical and reception, I I don't know if they even want to do another Eternals movie after that. And um, I, mean, I I think I think, and we've talked about this before. I think the MCU as we know it ends after Secret Wars. I think so I too. Think Feige leaves, and they might even give it a year or two to breathe, um, and they start fresh with X Men and something else from there. Because I, I just I think we're getting to that point where it it needs. It needs a minute. Yes. <laughs> it needs a minute. I mean, they're giving them, they're starting to do that now with, we've already talked about pushing Marvels back and there will probably be inevitably other movies that get pushed back too, but they, they're going to need to give it, need to give it some time. And I, I think ultimately that's what we're, we're going to see. I think we're going to get, you know, these movies coming up in phase five, you, you know, we'll get, you know, four or five, six movies come, come out in phase six. It ends with secret wars and, whatever year that is 2026 2027 and then i, I do think that ultimately uh Feige steps away and they they put it on a hiatus for a minute that's my prediction but by the year 2027 who knows I'll, i might be dead so well we'll be married and have kids or something at that's that true point. not to each other we're not getting married to each other no but we no. are both getting married at some point yes yes so that'd be the only difference is You'll have a kid with you at the movie when X-Men comes out in like 2029 <laughs> if they it's take true. a break. I could. I'm excited to take my nephew to Toy Story 5. Granted, I <sighs> don't think they need to make a Toy Story 5. I don't want any part of a Toy Story 5, but you bet your butt I will be there with my nephew. I read that and I was like, I can hear Logan right now saying we don't need this. And I'm we agreeing don't. with him. We didn't even need no. Toy Story 4. We didn't even need that. Four Didn't need 4. 4 was good. Didn't need it. Don't need five. Eventually, you're going to ruin it, and you're going to water it down, and you're going to have a dud, and you're going to regret it. Don't be stupid, Disney. But it's green-lighted. Oh, I know. It's going to make a billion dollars. That's why they're doing it. Because Tim they Allen. Can't do, they can't do anything original. <laughs> I love Disney. Love Disney. I have the freaking castle blueprint here. <laughs> I have Disney pop figures and movies love disney i love disney world i love disney movies but they cannot do anything original right now to save their lives holy smokes did you see strange world no, not good i don't i i waited pixar pixar seems to be giving up on original anymore it's yeah. a mess yeah all I, of it i all waited till here I, I am i'm just super negative today what's up with me steve i've rubbed off on you too much like this this is let's talk about something fun something happy something good what is something happy? I have no idea. Um, Stranger Things season five is going to film soon. That's a positive. <laughs> um, <sighs> the Walking Dead spinoff started filming, so that's a positive for me. Uh, right. Illinois plays Minnesota tonight. Why do they, they play might, at eight o'clock? Why do they play at eight o'clock at night? It's nine o'clock my time. Like, I won't be able to stay awake long enough. Eight o'clock. Steve, try living in the East Time Zone. 
that's not a positive playing at eight or nine o'clock at night. That makes no sense to me. Somebody has to. Somebody has to on that network. And unfortunately, um, Illinois is one of only a few teams that play in the central time zone. Illinois, Northwestern, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa. That's it. Those are the only five teams that play that aren't in the East. What is something happy? I finally watched Fast and Furious 9, if that means anything. I haven't watched it until now. I haven't seen a single Fast and Furious movie, so you're ahead of me there. Uh... I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure there's something. Um, Quantumania? uh, Stop me... Stop me when I get there. Stop me when I get there. Right about there for me. Oh, it's not really? here. It's like right there. Okay. Because, right. because 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 of Paul Rudd. I just can't. Because of the wonderful things he does. Do, 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 do. We're off That's to a, see the wizard, the wonderful wizard of us. Because of Paul Rudd and Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors phenomenal. I agree. They wasted Jonathan him Majors, though. Fantastic. Yes. Wasted, wasted introduction in a otherwise subpar Marvel movie. Um, I, on my my initial um, straight out of the theater um, ranking slash yeah ranking slash review. I want to give you. I want to let you know where it's at. Out of the forty properties that they have released, I think there's forty. I have it currently. 37th. That's probably a little too low, admittedly. But that just shows you my thoughts walking out of the theater. Might change. It'll go up. It's a little fluid, as I've already said. But I have a sandwich between a couple of pretty bad Iron Man movies. See, that's what I thought to myself. It's not as bad as Hulk. It's no, not as- higher than Hulk. It's not as bad as Thor The Dark World. I have it higher than that. The one Iron Man movie that keeps rubbing off on me and getting better is Iron Man 3. I don't know why. I used to rank that pretty low. That's my 38th. I have it right one spot below this one. Do you think it's better than Eternals? Do you think it's worse? Um, My opinion on Eternals still stands. I think Eternals was a really good movie. But I don't think it worked as an MCU movie. So I have Eternals ranked several spots higher than it. Was it um, the worst Ant-Man movie? Yes. By a significant margin. Because I think you and I are the only people that like Ant-Man. I love the first Ant-Man. I, I have uh, on my list of 40, <coughs> I have Ant-Man 17 and Ant-Man and the Wasp 19. So both are very clearly, well, they're both in the top half. This includes the TV, all the TV series. It includes the two shorts. It does not include What If, because I don't count that as mm-hmm. MCU proper, as I've said. Um, but yeah, I have Ant-Man 1 as 17, and Ant-Man and the Wasp is 19, and this is 37. So uh, It will not be the best MCU trilogy. That award still goes to Captain America, uh-huh. I think. Uh-huh. I think so, yeah. Um, Spider-Man's close. Spider-Man's close, for sure. Well, now we're about to get a fourth one, so it's going to be... Yeah, but I think the the trilogy is still pretty set. I think whatever they do will be different. But, um, yeah, 
no, this is definitely lower on the uh, the trilogy count. I think it's still higher than it, than the Iron Man trilogy for me because the two, I have two of the three are much higher. But uh, yeah, what's embarrassing is I can't find mine, so that's embarrassing. You need to get a letterboxed, Steve. I have my Phase Four rankings. That's about it. Get I yourself get yourself a letterboxed account. We can be friends. That's where you can put all your all your rankings in there. That's what I do. Oh, Letterboxd. My, my favorite app, Letterboxd. L-E-T-T-E-R-B-O-X-D dot com. Social film discovery? It's a place to be, Steve. Oh. Make yourself a list. You can review movies. You can give them stars, scores. Oh, okay. A place can, to be. Because on my drive for Google, I can only find my phase four. But I know for a fact I had one. You can find me, and you can go to my list, and you can see all of my uh, all of my lists that are there, but including the MCU ranking. Okay. What do you, my top five MCU ranking hasn't changed in a while. So the latest movie to uh, one TV show and one movie cracked my top ten in Phase Four, but uh, nothing cracked the top five. Cracked the top five since Endgame. Oh, wait a minute. Dang it. Yeah. Dang it, Steve. Don't worry. I'm signing up right now as we are on this. Let's close this thing down. What's my username? I've said enough negative things about I did not hate Ant-Man and the Wasp. I had a fun time at the movies. Jonathan Majors was fantastic. Paul Rudd made me laugh. I thought the Paul Rudd, Catherine Newton, father-daughter relationship was great. I thought the um, de-aging technology on Michelle Pfeiffer when she was – when they were doing the flashbacks to when she was stuck uh-huh. in the in the realm, I thought those looked really good. I loved the scene of Michael Douglas, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Bill Murray on screen together. I thought that just as a fan of movies, that was cool. Uh, I did love the Star Wars tie-ins. Um, I like, as an actor, I like William Jackson Harper. He was in the movie as whatever, his, I don't know what his name was. He's Cheaty from The Good Place. He's a person that I really like the idea of being uh, Reed Richards. Obviously, that's not happening now. Um, I like Darren Cross's Modoc. I love the the send-off to him, naming him as an, event, an Avenger. Like there, there are things about this movie that I really did like. But on the on the whole, nope, not for me. Mm-hmm. I I came home and Ant Man and the Wasp was on FX, and I turned that on as a palate cleanser, and that tells you how bad a movie is if Ant Man and the Wasp was my palate cleanser. Sorry, um, sorry, I'm negative. Hopefully, I'm much more positive in May when we go see Guardians of the Galaxy together. What when does that movie come out? Uh. May 5th. What do you got going on May 5th, Steve? Well, you know, let me go you to got my... a wedding coming up anytime soon? Not till June. Oh, it's Cinco de Mayo. Well, duh. That's how we're going to celebrate Cinco de Mayo. Perfect. It's a win-win for everybody. May 5th, I have baseball practice. Mm. Okay. Well, we'll have to see it another time then. But... I'm probably not going to drive over there on a Thursday. So we'll figure it out. Well, baseball practices... Three to f- three fifteen to four thirty. 
not not worried about it right now. We'll figure it out later. Tickets aren't even on sale yet. We got time. We got to let it breathe, just like the MCU has to let it breathe. Anything else uh, Geek Corner related we need to talk about? Uh, did you see Avatar? Is that is that a part of is that a part of Geek Corner? The Logies are coming up soon. I got to finish the Logies. I don't know how many of the how many total movies you've seen from the year though. Black Adam did not do very well on the Loki, Steve. Um, I have not seen any other movie. Avatar. Did you see Top Gun? I have not seen. Top Steve, Gun. do you see a watch movies, or do you just go to see Marvel movies? <sighs> I just go see Marvel movies, mm. and. I spend all my time yelling at 15, 16-year-old kids. Mm, that's fair. You're a busy man. Well, the Logies will be coming out this weekend, so you can have a, a list of movies to watch. And the nice thing about being in 2023 is that like, nearly all of these movies are accessible at home. Mm-hmm. You don't have to wait for them to come out to theaters. So <clears throat> they're, they'll be coming out soon. Um, so that'll be available. I'll tweet that out when I have those done. Um yeah, not a lot of Black Adam going to be mentioned on there. Um, not a lot. Not a lot of love well, for your boy Dwayne. Well, um, he's probably out of the DC world. Yeah. Do you want to talk about DC while we have a couple minutes here? Well, I want to make you laugh. Like I tell my basketball players, "Hey, they're freshmen. Hey, anything you guys ever need, you gotta let me know." Like you know, blah blah. I give that speech all the time. And I had a kid come up and say, "I need help in this class." And here's my dumb self saying sure i'll help you what class is it he's in honors english and i said i've never <laughs> taken an honors english class in my life the book is called like fahrenheit 451 or something that i've never heard of i remember and I that. so that's what i've been doing is figuring out what this is and i'm like wait a minute it's keeping you plenty busy i'm sure i was like we we read mice of men that's all i remember like what I read mice of men. can i help you with that book like, I can help you with that we one. We definitely read Fahrenheit 451 at some point. I don't remember when. I don't remember I don't that remember book. if it was in an honors class or not. But I don't remember it to save my life at I all. I don't remember much about it. Uh, DC, what are, your, what are your thoughts? It's are, a mess. Where, where do you stand? It's a mess. It's a mess. It hasn't even started yet. Um, <clears throat> James Gunn is a brilliant man. We already know this from his filming stuff. I don't understand getting rid of certain actors and actresses. Let me phrase this. I understand it. I get where they're coming from. But maybe this Flash movie will make sense. Seeing that trailer and how they're going to reset everything, maybe it'll make more sense then. But the route he's taking... With this universe and multiverse has been teased and other things they could easily feel. I don't know. Maybe because I like Henry Cavill. Maybe because I like, um, <clears throat> oh my God, who plays Batman? Ben Affleck. I don't mind him as Batman. Um, but then you have this new Batman movies and others. Like, like it, it, it's a mess on its own. Did you see the new Batman movie? I have not watched it yet, no. Steve, it is wonderful. That's what I've heard. It is um, the best thing to come out of DC Studios since um, The Dark Knight, probably. Um, so here's the thing. Here's where I stand on this. Um, I'm not like a big DC fanboy. I'm not a, necessarily a Marvel Comics fanboy. I just really enjoy the MCU because they've been, for the most part, good movies. Mm -hmm. uh, DC 
for the most part, has not been good movies. Um, I think James Gunn is a very creative mind, so I do trust him to be able to do put what he wants onto the screen because he has a fairly good track record to this point of doing pretty well with comic book franchises. Granted, Guardians 2 wasn't my favorite, but Guardians 1 was a is still to this day one of my all-time favorite movies and my favorite MCU movie. Um, the the Suicide Squad movie that he did was a really good DC movie. I did not watch Peacemaker, but I've heard nothing but great things about that show. Mm-hmm. So he has a very good track record of doing comic book properties. So I have to trust him to an extent mm-hmm. with what he wants to do. With the, but I just think we, as a society, have gotten so far caught up in the world of the multiverse. And it just, it has to, we just have to stop. We just have to stop interconnecting everything. Marvel has done it so well for so long but now we're finally even seeing cracks in that Mm -hmm. so maybe he thinks that he can take advantage of the cracks in marvel by like doing it right and if they do it right that's fantastic great good for them they might be able to surpass the mcu five ten years down the road as be back on top which they were as a comic book company because like Let's just be honest. Marvel or Batman and Superman were like the the guys. They mm-hmm. were the figures. Um, I just the whole continuing to try to do this multiverse, but also like doing these these other worlds on the side, which is a comic book thing. They didn't make that up for the movies. Like that is a thing that happens on the comic books. But I just I don't know that we need to keep tying everything together. As for the Henry Cavill thing, I th- I feel sorry for the guy. Mm-hmm. He has been jerked around by DC and by Warner Brothers for the last five years, and that's not fair to him. I don't disagree. I I don't think there's anything wrong with James Gunn and Peter Safran wanting to have a younger Superman. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But the way he has been treated by that studio, I do feel for the guy. Right. Um, I don't know what the future is for him. He might still be involved. I know there's a there's a movement out there to for Warner Brothers to sell the Snyderverse to Netflix because Zack Snyder has a great relationship with Netflix now. So maybe there's some sort of future there. Um, the Flash movie, like the fact that it's even coming out still, tells me that there's something here. Right. Because if it wasn't a good movie. With all the stuff going on with Ezra Miller, like they would have just shut that movie down, just mm-hmm. like they did Batgirl. They saw Batgirl and they're like, "This is bad. Ashley's this is not going to do family's... anything for anybody." Right. So the fact that they haven't done that for this movie kind of tells me they have something there. Um, I'm excited for that movie to an extent. I, I haven't really been excited for a DC movie in a long time, so like, that's a saying a lot, I guess. Uh, just because of what they're doing with it. I like that right. Affleck's in it. I like the Keaton's in it. I don't know what they're going to do. We'll see if it works. Uh, who knows? I mean, James Gunn laid out his plans, laid out his future, which I think was probably a mistake um, to lay out all of these things, this whole 10-year plan. Like, 
you should have learned. <laughs> I mean, Marvel's done this shit before in the past, and like, right. not all this stuff happens. And then people get pissed off, and you try to make you make promises you can't keep, and whatever. Um, we'll see. I, I just it hasn't. DC has not had nearly the track record that Marvel has had. But as I said, Marvel has some some cracks right now. So um, if you're going to take advantage of it, now's the time. But I just I don't see it. I don't see it working. Uh, I just I don't have a ton of confidence in the whole thing. Granted, I like James Gunn, and I think I have to have some confidence in him, which I do. I just don't know if it works. Maybe because I just I thought DC squandered some of these actors and actresses. I'm like, there is something there with them. And Zack Snyder they, did. They a good did, but they also had issues. They had a lot more off-screen issues with their actors than Marvel did. I mean, Marvel's off-screen issues have been a contract dispute with Ed Norton and Terrence Howard like 20 years ago. And recently, they've had a couple actresses that have been vocal about COVID. Like, that's it. Like, that's that's the extent of mm-hmm. Marvel's off-screen issues with their talent. Mm-hmm. DC, <laughs> Ezra Miller's a mess. Oh, uh, the guy that played Cyborg has had some, a lot of issues with the with the company. Mm-hmm. Um, there was Amber Heard, who was a very focal point of Aquaman, has been a has been very much in the public limelight for not so good reasons the last couple of years. It, it's just it's just different, and it's not so. Yes, I do feel bad for some of the for the way some of the actors have been, you know treated and henry cavill and i mean i i don't think we've seen the last of gal gadot as wonder woman um i i don't know what they'll do with her i don't it's possible we have but i i don't know that that's necessarily the case i think she's a great wonder woman honestly the second movie wasn't very good and i don't think that helped anything Uh, but that first one was a damn good movie Uh i mean the the original wonder woman was a really good superhero movie so yep it sucks that just one bad sequel can ruin everything like that. But um, James Gunn seems to have a plan, so you have to at least trust him to an extent. Uh, maybe Warner is able to come to come to some agreement with Netflix and let them just kind of have the Snyderverse and have that going on. But you know, it's the same thing that I said when we did the Thor podcast, and I brought up the YouTube channel that I follow that brought up the Hercules thing. How many Hercules does Disney want running around? How many Batmans do you want running around? Right. There's a there's a musical theater actor by the name of Andrew Barth Feldman, who was a, an actor um, in Dear Evan Hansen on stage. He's been in some other things. He's going to be in a movie with Jennifer Lawrence coming up either this year or next year. Love the kid. Love watching him on Twitter, Instagram, all this stuff. He's a very talented musician and singer. And he has this viral video on Twitter that is, how many Batman do we need? <laughs> we got a lot of Batman. I I just it's overkill it is overkill the MCU has done so well about there's one Iron Man there has been one Thor we've had two Hulks we've had two uh roadie Mm -hmm. like but but it's just been it's just been one there's been one Iron Man, there's been one. Well now I guess we're gonna have a second Captain America but like that's because 20 years later the guy like They've just aged out of it. Yep. But in the last, since the time Iron Man came, Iron Man came out, we've now had three Batman, 
and it looks like we're going to have at least a fourth because we had we were still in the Christian Bale Batman Batman uh-huh. phase and then we got Ben Affleck and then we got Robert Pattinson and whatever they do with this new franchise you will have a fourth Batman now we're going to have a new a movie with Michael Keaton back as Batman <laughs> so that, that'll be five different four different at least four different actors that have portrayed Batman on screen since 2008 in that same amount of time again well we technically had three spider-man for what it's worth but one iron man well it just that was before mcu became a thing no iron man came out the same year as the dark knight or right around the same time the dark knight rises came out the same year as the avengers oh that's right yeah 2008 was Iron Man. It was the same year as The Dark Knight. I'm almost positive. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's been a long time. Iron Man was 2008. I'm pretty sure The Dark Knight was also 2008. Oh, it just... Yeah, 2008. Same year. Same year. There you go. Knowledge. Boom. Let's wrap it up. Let's go home. Uh, I did follow. Yeah, we're still tip off. I fa- I followed you on that website. I found you. Don't you oh, worry about it. Great. I'll look you up. I got to figure that Followers. out now. Oh, it's fun. Take a look. Check it out. Rate your rate your movies. Put your scores on there. Let's do it. It's fun. Follow me on Letterbox, people. It's a fun app. Hey, if I can keep track of my rankings for me, Coach let's... Steve, I got you. I'm gonna follow you. Follow me, everything is alright. It's uh, been real, Steve. It's been it's real, real, but it hasn't been as real as how bad the Ant-Man movie was. Amen, brother. Amen. Or how bad the DC is. Besides Christian Bale, he was perfect. <laughs> go watch the go watch the Robert Pattinson Batman movie. You will not regret it. It is, a, it is a fantastic movie. It's on my list to watch. At least watch Top Gun and The Batman. If you don't watch anything else from 2022, just at least watch those two movies. They're on my list. Top Gun's on Paramount Plus, which I don't have. Yes. The Batman's on HBO Max. You can also rent them both. You can just pay $6 I'm, and rent them on Apple or on Amazon. I'm going to complain about Disney again. Okay. How dare they raise my yearly Disney Plus subscription rate from seventy nine ninety nine, whatever it was, to one hundred and nine dollars? That shit was cheap when it launched, <laughs> and they did that intentionally. <laughs> I mean, I agree. Everything is going to be well. It's, it's all bonkers. I don't. Mine renews in March, and they just told me two days ago, and I'm like, oh, well. I think I might have That's, to may have to switch over to the pay. Hulu. May have to switch over to the Hulu Disney bundle. The bundle, Steve. Then you get ESPN Plus for free. Bundle it. Bundle your life. But how dare they raise it to one hundred and nine bastards? I've been a loyal customer since it launched. Same. And I've dedicated my life to watching those Marvel things. But yes. All right. Well. Wrap it up. That'll wrap up the spoiler review of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Um, next MCU project coming out is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which I'm excited for slash not excited for at the same time. 
because of Baby Rocket. I don't want to see Baby Rocket get hurt. That's about <laughs> it. Everybody else is fine. Um, but Logan, thanks for coming back for another Geek Corner. Everybody check out Logan's podcast that no one asked us. Uh, they're killing it in the YouTube game with Illinois. Oh. We've pretty much shifted to just Illinois post-game shows right now because it's two times a week and it's a lot to try to do another full podcast when that's pretty much all we're going to talk about anyway was Illinois basketball. So, But yes, no one asked this pod. Post-game show tonight after the Minnesota game. Uh, they play again on Thursday. Do they play on Thursday this week? I think they also play on Thursday this week. Is that Northwestern um, on Thursday? Yeah. Because this tonight's the Minnesota game is the makeup from the COVID yep. Uh, yep. cancellation a couple weeks ago. So yeah, they play like three games in six days or something. So I do believe um, that they also play on Thursday. But yeah, um, that's where you can find me. And then once the basketball season's over, we'll shift back to weekly shows on there too. So from real Steve, look forward to another one whenever we want to hop on here again. So. Yeah, when we get big updates and stuff is when. Hopefully, I have happier things to talk about. Hopefully, but so I'll we'll wrap up Geek Corner right now. Logan, thanks for being back. Um, check thanks, out all Steve. check out all the other Geek Corner episodes. There's a playlist of all of them on YouTube. Um, whole playlist. How many have we done? A lot. It goes back to Wandavision. Like it goes back. <laughs> this a while. <laughs> it goes back a little ways to yeah. Wandavision. So I love it. Wouldn't change it for the world. Well, we will see you guys on the next Geek Corner.